welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about how to control our naughty temptations. So that should be fun. Let's get started. Temptation can be everywhere, ranging from sweet, salty snacks to affairs. We are faced every day with new temptation. As we are moving towards our journey, we can learn hard lessons by experiencing this temptation, losing ourselves for a moment, thinking we can do whatever we want. Karma is always there to remind us we are not doing a favor for our highest good and the highest good of everyone. It is not easy to step back from our guilty pleasures. We can get a new pattern by starting to change our behaviors. For example, when you are under stress, you could go for candies or chocolate to try to release it. Instead of doing that, why not starting first to recognize the signs before you are spiraling down the sweet town? Get rid of the sweets and have some nuts or even fruits with you, but also purchase a bottle of lavender essential oil. At the first sign of stress, open the bottle, add a drop on the tip of your finger, then place it under your nose. Lavender is great to calm and relax the mind. Eat a couple of nuts or a fruit if you feel you need to choose something. Same thing goes with excess of social media, videos, etc. Some can quit cold turkey, but most of us are not going to be able to do that. Instead, have a rule at home stating a no social media for two hours or after 6 p.m. It will enable you to talk to your family and mate. It may sound extreme, but we need to connect with each other by interacting and communicating without the usage of our tablets, phone, etc. It is going back to basics. We can easily lose ourselves in the artificial world, but we are here to connect spirit to spirit. There is no substitute that will connect us at the spiritual level. This is why we need to learn to balance the world we are living in and ourselves. How about people who have lost touch with their mates? Instead of trying to reconnect with them by communicating, they have turned to someone else to fulfill what is lacking in their intimate life. You should be honest with yourself. Even though having a third person in your marriage can be fun and exciting, it will never close the gap between you and your mate. You need to be honest and assess if your relationship with your mate has run its course or if you can close the gap between the two of you by removing the third person and start to reconnect with your mate at a physical level. It may be fun to act like a fool and make a mockery of your marriage and mate, but at the end of the day, if your infidelity is uncovered, the price you're going to pay for your indiscretion is not worth it for anyone. Temptations and shortcuts are always available, but you need to keep in mind when you are using them, you may harm yourself physically and emotionally. You can also impact your family. It is always best to recognize something is wrong and face it instead of keeping your head in the sand like an ostrich, hoping it will go away, but until you deal with it, it is never going to disappear. So we are... Entering uh, the holiday season as well, we are going to Iran, and most of us can be tempted by what we're seeing right now in stores uh, when you're passing by. Everybody has putting their 
Christmas displays, the chocolate, all of those guilty pleasures, then you're looking at it and you're like, oh my God, I want some. Well, we're not talking here to do a diet, but we need to be conscious where we are doing our little binging on sweets or salty, then maybe there could be something deeper behind that. It could be stress, it could be a lack of something, and you're just filling up the gap. So we need to look at it at a spiritual level as well and see if we are balanced. But Because when we are unbalanced and we're not whole and grounded, we have a tendency, and everybody does that, um, should I say most people do it, have a tendency to fill the gap with something else. So it could be, as I mentioned, it can be sweets, salt, snacks, or it can be shopping, you know, go to town and just get the plastic card and go to, uh, make you feel better by buying 10 pairs of shoes. Or it could be for the guys, go to the store and go buy some more electronics or anything else like that. They can fill up the, the, the lack, the hole we, we are experiencing. When you are grounded, you can enjoy the sweets and the snacks, but you're not binging in there. This is the difference between you are in balance physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And you are grounded. When you're grounded and your spirit is in your body and you are good with everything, you will enjoy the little piece of chocolate of the salt, but you're not going to binge in it. You're going to take a few and that's it. When you have lack and you're not in balance, your chakra are not aligned properly, then then you're going to go to the excess. You're going to go and eat uh, whatever you feel like eating or do whatever you you feel it's helping you to release that, which in fact it's not because you're not dealing with the problem. You're just masking it by doing something else, by acting up. Same with um, uh, you're at work and you're under stress. The first thing you're going to do, most people will do, is just go and eat the snacks. And it's easy when you're in a working environment. You always have somebody who has some snacks. So you're going to go and binge on their snacks or you bring your own snacks and you're just going to town with it. By the time you're done to eat this, you're in a state of comatosis because you have so much sugar in your blood. You are going to go to sleep. And it's not helping you physically and it's not helping you emotionally either. So we need to control that. And one of the things to do is to recognize the signs. It's to be able to just say, you know what, my stress level right now is starting to climb and it's, neither the good, it's not a good sign. So what can I do about it? I mentioned on several podcasts and on my blogs, you can, if weather permits, because right now in our side where I'm at, it's the weather, it's getting colder and we're getting the snow right now. But when the weather permits and it's nice outside or you have enough clothes you can put on, just go outside for five minutes, five, ten minutes, just to breathe, just to move. Let the energy and your stress moving, let those energy and move those energies, which will be good. Uh, the other thing is, is take waters, a bottle of water and start to drink it. Instead of having snacks around you with sweets, take some couple of nuts or have a fruit nearby. So you can always eat on it. You can chew on it if you need it to. And the essential oils. Essential oils are great things that have been used from centuries to centuries. So it's nothing new. But we need to utilize them. And lavender is a great one. 
uh, Young Living has a great product, and I don't advertise anything, but I'm going to mention for Young Living's, and I don't know if they sell outside of the United States. If they do, that's great. But look at what you got. Look at your pharmacist. Look at anyone who are selling this kind of essential oils. Make sure it's a grade A. So it's pure. It is not mixed with anything else. It should be pure essential oil. No mix, no filler, nothing. Use the lavender. Lavender is such a wonderful, wonderful essential oil. It does miracles for a lot of things, but one of them is to calm down. It's to bring the peace. So when you're putting a just a drop on the tip of your finger, you put it underneath your nose, then you are entering a state of calm. You're calmer. It's just that powerful. When you're calmer, then you can start to breathe. When you're breathing, you're bringing oxygen to your body. Your muscles are going to start to relax. You're going to feel better. So you don't have the feeling that the walls are closing in on you, then you want to scream, nothing like that. It's just putting you in a state of peace, which is exactly what we want. And then your spirit doesn't go in and out of your body like a yo-yo, because the problem is, is when you're off balance, so is your spirit. You're not grounded anymore. You're not present in your body. You're all over the places. So it's very difficult when you're all over the places to be whole, basically. So by doing this, you don't have, you're grounding yourself, you don't have the need to run for the sweets or the salt. Your instinct or your brain will tell you you have to go there, but actually you don't. If you are controlling yourself properly, you don't, and you will notice that right away as well. You don't. It's just your brain is telling you because the brain has been taught that when you're in a level of stress, the first thing you're going to do is to binge on the food. And when you are running yourself, the brain's going to strike to continue to do that because the brain is used to it. Then you're going to have to retrain your brain. And by changing the patterns that you have, then you're going to shift your bad habits or your old habits to new ones. And by doing that, you can maybe instead of going for your sweets, you can have a couple of almonds and eat an apple or a fruit and you're changing the pattern. So you're going to start to retrain yourself. Again, we need to retrain ourselves. When we do new things in our lives, when we, we're learning new things, we are changing the patterns. It's the way it is. It takes about 30 days, so why not doing it? After 30 days, then you can realize what you have changed and you can feel better. So by doing this, this will help you a lot, especially when you're at the level of the holidays coming up and everybody is running like a chicken without head. It's so much helpful when you learn how to ground yourself, but for most it's recognizing the signs because a lot of people will not recognize the signs or will not don't want to see the signs. They're ignoring the signs that you are starting to be stressed out. You are going to go binging and you can stop yourself by doing baby steps like that. It's not, you don't have to go to cold turkey because some individuals will go cold turkey. What you could, but some have a hard time to do that. But by shifting the way you're eating and modifying it, you're retraining yourself and your patterns. So that is extremely helpful for everyone, especially when it comes down to food, 
because food could be what we always said, it's comfort food. So comfort food can be anything. You can go for burgers, you can go for sweets, you can go for anything. But switching your pattern will help you. Modifying it will help you. I have a couple of tips as well, because when we're talking about food, a um, lot of people like to eat their starch. So a few things happening as well as you're aging your, your system, your body, will digest a different way and you're processing food a different way. So when you were you maybe a kid, you could eat a ton of potatoes and you're not going to get any weight. And then when you're moving to your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, well, as your hormones are changing and your body is changing, so is the process of the food. And some of the tips that I learned way a long time ago, which is good because there is some food I'm not supposed to eat them, even though I do eat them, but I'm not supposed to because of my immune system. And I had to remove myself from the starch. So potatoes, rice, and pasta. So substitute some of the uh, food can help you as well. So you, we could switch the way we're eating and modifying it. So it helps us as well. Now let's talk about social media. Because one of the biggest things we got when we're naughty, naughty, and we're spending too much of our time in social media, we are disconnecting with everybody else's. And it doesn't matter. I know some of that. Well, but you know, it's not. Yeah, we are disconnecting. We are physically not talking. We are ignoring each other and we go to uh, an alternate, quote unquote, I was ready to say universe, but an alternate method of communicating. Now, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. We should be able to use it because it's a tool to use it. But it should not be how to communicate with our mate. We don't need to be texting each other when we're standing next to each other and texting to each other. We should be communicating and talking. One of the things we are losing, especially with the millennial generation, is that they are so used and they are born in a world of tablets and smartphone. They don't even realize communication is not based on that. Communication is speaking to each other. But parents, kind of to keep the kids occupied, will stock them with the phone or the tablets in front of them and playing uh, videos or cartoons. So the kids are used to think this is the way to go. Who is trolling social media? You don't know. So a family unit should be able to bond. And the bonding time is by talking to each other, not ignoring it and not texting each other. No. So one of the things to do with social media, because it could be extremely addictive and a lot of people are spending a lot of time playing games online, that their personal life is being affected by it. And there was a study that was done in Europe and a lot of uh, people are divorcing because of majority is becoming now more apparent because of gaming and social media. When your mate is spending too much of his time in social media and ignore you, great. That's not what you want. You want you want an interaction with your mate. So one of the things to do, and it's a great thing to do, is to ban after 6 p.m. banning all of the social media. So you can have conversation and you can connect with your children and your mate which is nice. So you're away from it. You don't have to get your brain excited or running if you see something uh, like an email from work that came late and all of a sudden you're all riled up for the rest of the night because you're stressing out about this. I do understand that because I had my, uh, and I still have my uh, emails. So it's very easy to go and check it every few minutes and then you see an email and you're like, oh my God, I need to work on that. So your brain's starting to work on what you're supposed to do the next day. Instead than spending quality time with your mates, 
we need to learn to step back. We need to learn to put some boundaries and say, you know what, honey, by 6 p.m., we don't hear about this. Leave it alone. You do it tomorrow morning. This is not the end of the world. The thing will stay there until tomorrow. You need to put that boundaries. It's extremely essential for communication, for the bonding, for connecting with everyone. We need to talk face to face. That's what we need to do. We need to laugh. We need to spend time together, not next to each other, our nose in our tablets, but next to each other and enjoying our company and laughing and talking about what's going on, knowing what's going on in the life of each other. That's what it should be. And a lot of parents don't have a clue what their kids are up to or what they know. It's just superficial. So we need to be more involved in each other's life, meaning connecting, understanding, listening, helping each other, doing some chores at home, like the cooking and the dishes and everything else, then running and just, you know, my nose in my phone and I don't care what's going on. Even if I'm eating, I have my phone in my hand and on the other hand, I have the forks. Come on, put down your phone, have a conversation. This is how we do. Just step back from the addiction of social media. Everything will be there when you're picking it up the next day. So we need to slow down. We need to be more in the present. We need to be in a moment. We need to be together. That's the huge thing. When you go back to basics, it's beautiful because you don't deal with the artificial world. We can lose ourselves very easily in artificial worlds. There is so much things at the tip of our fingers right now It is extremely addictive to spend time there. I know because I have Prime Amazon and I am guilty of it. I must recognize that. Especially lately, I'm going to say one thing. I love the Russian series and movies. There is some pretty cool one. And they're even translated um, uh, in English, which is awesome. So you can hear them speaking uh, Russian, but you have the um, translation on the screen, which is awesome. Very addictive. Absolutely love it. But I have to learn to step back because I like to watch those and binge on those. I'm like, oh my God, it's just awesome. But need to step back. Step back to reconnect with my environment. I don't need to spend 10 hours watching it, but it can be extremely addictive when you watch one and you want to see the rest of what's going on. Again, stepping back and do it in moderation, like everything else, moderation. That's what we need to learn to do. Now, let's talk about one of them we have not talked about. It's the temptation of the affairs. The same thing. When we are living with our mates, we are still growing, we are still evolving, and sometimes we can disconnect because we are not talking or uh, we are too busy in our lives, and it's creating a gap. So in some cases, individuals, because they cannot get what they want at home, that could be physical, and most of the time it's physical, then they will go somewhere else. They will go and have another person in their marriage or in their relationship because they don't have or don't find the satisfaction they they need at home. 
So you have a choice. You can continue to have affairs until you discover and look like a fool, like and put everybody else's um, your marriage on display, and it's just not going to turn out great. Or you can deal with the situation. I know it's not easy because as we're changing, especially women, uh, when we're approaching perimenopause, the menopause, and the post-menopause, yahoo, it is not a joy or ride. <laughs> I can say that. I even did, um, I wrote, as a matter of fact, a blog, and I think I did. One of the first few episodes I had was, one was the about the joy of menopause. So, we have to check our balance for our hormones. One of the things that we do, and a lot of women are not doing it, and I'm urging everybody else to do it, because there is nothing new over the rainbow, but as we are aging, and even in our 20s, we are changing. Our hormones are fluctuating and change. When you're hitting your 30s, you should notice that. And it's not normal when you have your uh, sex drives or you're getting angry or you're too tired. This is not normal. That means there is a change in your hormones. And this needs to be checked. It's not because people are assuming, and there is a lot of assumption in one portion of the world, that, you know, when you go to your 40s, well, you're going to go through menopause or your 50s now because they're saying 50s, which is not true. You can go through menopause at any age, from 30s, even earlier, to uh, late 50s so you need to be aware of the changes in your bodies because when your body is changing and you are not as feeling in a groove to be intimate with your mate one time is fine twice could start to be a habit three to four times could be a problem, especially when you have an active personal life and it's becoming a flat line it's a red sign. It's a red sign for you to go and check with your doctor and see where you are with your hormones because it plays a lot. And a lot of women do not realize that. They don't have the instinct to go and say, well, maybe something is wrong with my hormones because I don't have the same drive than before, but I am so busy with the kids, so I'm assuming because I'm tired and I'm always running around, maybe because I'm tired. No. You're tired because you are running on your adrenals, and your adrenals are the only thing you've got that get you going, but you're still tired. And your adrenals are, by the way, supporting all of the rest of your organs. So you need to be checked and make sure that everything is kosher. Don't wait and thinking you have to hit menopause to do it. Do it beforehand. I work with a great holistic doctor, and I worked with him for many years. I was in my, what, late 20s when I started to say, well, I need to think about changing the way my world is because I'm preparing myself ahead to make sure I have my hormones in check. So I was barely 30, we had something like that, 30, 31, when I started to already work on that because I wanted a smooth transition. I wanted to keep my body in balance and we need to do that and a lot of people are not doing it they are ignoring the signs or they don't understand because nobody gave us any books about it uh, except Susan Somers she was the first one who talked about it I think 10 years ago who finally she wrote a book about it which is a great book as well Susan Somers but nobody in my family or and a lot of people are talking about this. Nobody is telling you what's going to be happening when you go to menopause or premenopause and menopause either. You don't, they don't give you the book because if they give you the book, you will understand the nightmare. But 
if you're not in balance with your hormones, then it's affecting your personal life. It's affecting your intimacy with your mate. So you're not going to want to have as much intimate contact with him or her. Depends who you're with. And that can affect your relationship. Now, you got the case, again, of the guy, and I'm not taking the guys who are like to cheat for the, the pleasure of cheating. I'm talking to the situation where you basically have your mate, but you are not fulfilled anymore. So we need to look at it, ladies. You need to be honest and look at it. A lot of people will realize when you don't have any more that drive, well, it's like, yeah, it's like the Mojave Desert. Everything is dry. Have a nice day. No, it's closed for business. Come back maybe later. Who knows? But you need to take care of your body. You need to take care of the relationship you have with your mate as well. We can disconnect with our lives. Our lives are so crazy. We can easily disconnect and be busy with our business, with our work, with our children, that we are forgetting our mate. I did the podcast about the list. We need to be number one on our list. Take care of ourselves. Take care of ourselves, our body, our mind, our spirit. Then it should be your mate. You and your mate. Then it should be the kids. And 99.9, it's always we have a tendency to put the kids first. And it should be third. You should be number one. Your mate should be number two because the relationship is the foundation of your family. And three is your children. And we are not going into that order. We're doing the reverse. We're putting the children first. Maybe the mate if we have the time. And well, us, well, uh, we don't. Well, we need to reverse this. Because your relationship with your mate, if you are not doing anything to help the situation, then you're creating a gap. So in your parents, you can maybe look good with the children and life is good, but you're living like a roommate with your mate. That's not what you, you want. This is not what you're supposed to be. If you're supposed to be intimate, you're supposed to have a connection and a bond. So the connection and the bond needs to be worked, quote-unquote, meaning do a date to two of you. Have a little getaway for a night. Go to a bed and breakfast if you can. Or just send the kids to your in-laws so they can keep them for a day and a night or the weekend. So you can enjoy your two, yourself, your own companies. This is what it's supposed to be. Temptations are everywhere. Shortcuts are everywhere. The question is, are you looking for those shortcuts and temptation, Or are you willing to face the issues you've got? And instead, then using those temptation and shortcuts as um, band-aid or thinking it's, you know, it's my getaway to do it, why don't you look at the situation where you're in and be honest with yourself? I always said be authentic and honest with yourself because if a relationship, let's say, that has run its course with your mate, why would you stay in a marriage? Oh, I'm staying for the kids. Well, the kids, no. I'm going to tell you one thing, uh, because we had to live in such a situation with my parents. When my mother decided, they finally decided, I was 18. Oh, I'm going to, we're divorcing. I'm like, Jesus, it's about time. You could have done that 10 years ago. That would have saved us a lot of trouble, isn't it? Oh, but I wanted to keep the family together. No, you did not. What you did is damaging the children, is damaging relationship even more. It's creating a nightmare, an obstacle that could have been easily avoided and we would have had a better life if you did not do that. 
So for the sake of the children, no. Children knows. I knew my parents were always screaming at each other. It was a screaming match. I knew they were not meant to stay together, but they did because my mother thought that it was a family, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you were totally wrong, woman. And she realized afterwards, but it was too late. The damage was done. So before you come up and just say, well, you know, I'm going to stick with that person because I have to. No, be honest. You're not giving anything and you're not helping your children by doing this. You're not helping your life and you're not helping your mate either. So if the situation is that it's better to face your situation and look at it and be honest and deal with it, then ignoring it because it's never going to go away. It doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. Even if you have a magic wand, it will never disappear. You can try to put it in the back of your head. It will never disappear. So the best things for you, any temptation you got, any, anything, any benches, any, anything, any shortcut you're using, be honest, step back and ask yourself why you're doing this. What is the true reason? Is it because you're stressed? Because you feel alone? Because you feel um, not loved? Because you're imbalanced? What is causing this? Or maybe it could be simply hormonal because your hormones are changing or are not in balance and there is a um, lack in one area of your body, then it has to compensate it. Think, look at it, and you can fix it easily. You can change your patterns. Patterns can be changed anytime, and that is something else. But are you willing to do it? That's the question. So for you guys, the question of, for you today is what is your naughty temptation? I do know I love chocolate. I must say I love my chocolate. Not any kind of chocolate. I have a specific one, and it's dark. But it has to be Swiss. I like Swiss. Belgium is okay for me, but Swiss. Swiss is my favorite. But... When I feel like I'm craving for something, I know something is off. And I know by scanning my body, I'm figuring out very quickly what it is, and I get it resolved. So if you are stressed, maybe it's a way for you to now find a way to release your stress safely and stop those temptations, but creating new patterns. And observe yourself. Your body is always telling you something. You can ignore it like most people do. Or you can listen to your body and figure it out very quickly what's going on and resolve it. Which makes your life easier. So much easier. So it's up to you to decide what you want to do. So this was our show for today. On our next podcast, we are going to be talking about, and that's a good question, what are we going to be talking about? Oh, learn who you truly are through your spirit. So this should be fun to work with because it's going to shine the light on you and really discovering who you are, not from your ego, but the true self your true self. So this should be fun. If you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, I want to say hello to everybody around the world. Love you guys. It's a pleasure to have you listening to my podcast. I know I'm like, oh my God, what am I supposed to say? I am very happy and humbled that you're listening to my podcast. Hope you're enjoying it. And I'm wishing you a beautiful day. All my love. Talk to you later.
Bye now.